Welcome to Elevated Leadership, where we embrace the truth that everyone is a leader, whether they recognize it or not. The secret to having great impact lies in how well we lead ourselves above all else. I'm Jenny Young, a hospitality entrepreneur and certified professional coach with over 20 years of experience as a leader. Having learned the ropes the hard way, my mission is to simplify the journey for you. Let's take this path to elevated leadership together. Welcome to episode one of Elevated Leadership, where we are creating space to deep dive into my most favorite topic, obviously leadership. My name is Jenna Young, and as you heard in the intro, I'm a hospitality entrepreneur. I live in beautiful Bar Harbor, Maine, which is home to Acadia National Park. There's a lot to do here and see here, but we also have the added layer of being a seasonal community. And as a leader, that brings lots of opportunities and challenges. Beyond owning hospitality businesses, I'm also a certified professional coach who specializes in leadership, and it's my true passion to help elevate other leaders. I really learned so many lessons the hard way, and I didn't feel like I had the tools or even the time to find the tools, because when we opened our business in 2009, these podcasts weren't accessible, or the whole industry was different and required so much more of me physically to get it done. So I'm excited to be sharing a lot of what I've learned and also to source from other people who have incredible experiences. A little bit more about me. I'm a mom to four girls. They span all the way from seven to the oldest half sister who's in her 20s. So that's a fun adventure. And my husband, Jeff, and I continue to create dining and adventure experiences for our guests here. But elevating leaders really is my passion. And I can only do this podcast and everything else that I focus on because of the incredible teams of people who are running the day-to-day management of our businesses. I'll tell you more about my journey later, but for now, I really want you to know that this podcast is for and about you and where you fall on the wide spectrum of leadership experiences could really be anywhere, but I'm really willing to bet that the people who are listening to this podcast are leaders who have very high values and take what they do seriously, and that can lead to so much success, but it also can create stress and overwhelm when you don't have the right tools. You're probably a group of people who also care a lot about others, love to connect with other people, but sometimes to a fault. So you might be able to identify what needs to be done or what needs to be said, but there's concern about seeming mean or being misunderstood. And I can almost guarantee that the people listening to this podcast have a genuine interest in leveling themselves up so that they can show up in a way that makes themselves proud and has great influence with others. I know this because leaders who aren't interested in growing and improving aren't spending their time seeking out these resources and listening to podcasts like this. It's just, it's science. It's not what they're doing with their time, and that's okay for them, but you are right where you need to be, and the conversations that we have here are going to grow all of those areas that leaders are so interested in growing. I feel like the history of who I am and how I came to create Elevated Leadership is important and it's moderately interesting, but I really want to give you value since your time is valuable. So for now, I'll simply share that my husband and I opened a small 40-seat restaurant in 2009 called Side Street Cafe, and we had about 15 employees at the time, and I was 
incredibly overwhelmed. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought it would be easier than it was, don't we always? And since then, the restaurant has grown to nearly 200 seats and we've opened other businesses and it was a pretty rocky road along the way. Now, to date, I've managed or led hundreds of people and I can admit that many of them I didn't lead effectively. And I look back sometimes and cringe when I think about, you know, the quote mistakes that I made. But I truly believe if you're not looking back and cringing, you're not growing. And so I look back at those with a lot of clarity and a lot of appreciation for the lessons that I learned through them. The truth was I really didn't have the tools for leadership, but I also didn't have this self-awareness. And I spent a lot of time feeling angry and resentful and fearful and overwhelmed. And it kept me from being able to really connect or be influential. I really wasn't able to influence myself. And so it was pretty impossible to be able to influence other people. My leadership, and therefore my entire life changed when I began to turn inward and see where I was the problem, but also the solution. I was definitely not the whole problem, but I was the part of the problem that I could change and correct. And so that is where I began to put my energy and everything in my life shifted with that. There's a saying that how you do anything is how you do everything. And that is what I love about teaching and understanding leadership is that the lessons and tools that you learn there can apply to every single thing that you do and every relationship that you have. I like to remind people that you are a leader. You don't need to wait for someone to anoint you or give you a title. You are the leader of your own life. And until you see that and until you begin to lead yourself, it will be very difficult to lead others. It will definitely be impossible to lead them effectively. And so it's time for us to understand the role that we really play in our own lives and then be able to multiply that out to the other lives that we're leading. All right, so we talk a lot about self-awareness and looking within. And the question is always, well, how? What, what do I do with that? How do I do that? And I wanna say the first thing is that you listening and tuning into this podcast is the first step because it's showing your willingness to have that conversation and to look at yourself. And the fact that you haven't turned it off yet says a lot. So first of all, congratulations. But when you're really looking for an actual tool that you can use, I would recommend that you begin to recognize the times in your day that you're thinking, choosing, and acting from a place of fear. Fear is very catabolic. And it creates resistance to what's happening, which is fine, except for the fact that we are humans who only have a certain amount of energy in a day. And fear is very draining. Fear requires you to constantly be on guard, to be thinking so far ahead to things that you can't even predict. And it's wasting your mental energy and your physical energy in a place where you have absolutely no power. So again, the key is to recognize the times in your day that you're aligning with fear and then you don't need to do anything about it. This is where leaders get frustrated with me because leaders are doers and they want to achieve and they want to do it right. But doing it right is simply recognizing in this case. And then you don't need to do anything. You recognize it without judgment, get a little curious about it, and just look for the patterns. What are those things that bring up fear for you? What's the consistent theme? Because we all have them. Gabby Bernstein 
does an incredible job on this topic. She wrote The Universe Has Your Back and Judgment Detox and other incredible books. But she really dives into the fact that at every moment, you have the choice to be aligning with fear or with trust, or she refers to it as love. There's no spectrum here. It's just that you're aligning with fear or you're aligning with trust. And it's so freeing when you begin to notice where you are and then making the conscious choice if it's where you want to be. It puts you in control of your thoughts and your thoughts create your life because your thoughts are creating how you act and how you act is creating your life. And so when you choose to align not with fear, but with trust, you have so much more energy in your day. So what do I mean by fear? Fears can be endless and they're very specific to you and personal to your life and your life experience. But often people have a fear of failure or even a fear of success because with success comes a lot of responsibility or being seen or being heard. Fear of people talking about them or not liking them or letting someone else down or what will happen in the future or what if the past repeats. So you get the idea that There are many different fears. However, you're looking for the pattern. What is the pattern that continues to show up for you? And again, you don't need to do anything with it. You just need to notice. I share concepts like this with leaders all the time, and I often find that there's resistance to it. And I I do understand why, because it's a big thing to take on. It's a big responsibility to look at yourself and not be sure what you'll find and to know that whatever you do find is then your responsibility. You know, we were raised in this world where it does seem easier to blame other people, but I can promise you it's a lot easier when you're looking in the area that you can actually control and change, and that's in you. So while it might seem scary, it's actually so empowering when you jump in and you do it. The other piece that gets missed a lot is that your ego doesn't really want you to grow and change. Your ego wants to stay safe and it wants to stay where it is. And so therefore it discourages a lot of these concepts about change and growth and improvement. So anytime you recognize that you're lining up with fear, that's actually your ego at the wheel. And when you recognize it, you then get to choose, is this where I want to be? Or do I want to shift my mindset? And it becomes very powerful. Please don't misunderstand me and think that I'm saying that you as a human being should never feel fear. Of course, it's a human emotion and it serves us at times when we are in danger. It exists for a reason to keep us safe in a primal sense. I'm suggesting that you simply question if the fear is actually serving you when you're experiencing it. And sometimes it is. I, for one, am glad that I feel fear when I'm in danger. My body can go into the chemical process that it needs in order to keep me safe, but I don't need those chemical reactions to be running the show when I'm not in a dangerous situation. One resistance I come across with leaders when I bring up this concept is that they honestly feel like their fear is giving them an edge. It's making them more prepared. And I understand that thought process, and it's also a habit that we've learned throughout our lives. However, it's actually taking your energy and not allowing you to be prepared for what really happens. So I'm not saying never prepare. Of course, we need to plan. We're leaders. We need to be ahead of the problem. But let's be ahead of the problem and not be in a place of fear while we're there. I know I'm talking to leaders, and you all want to know what you can do with this information. So 
I'll leave you with this. Make an effort to notice when you're aligning with fear and maybe make a list of it or use any method that works for you to keep track of that and get curious about it. Look for the patterns that you see, begin to question them and see what comes from that awareness because I'm telling you the world needs more aware leaders. And my final question to you is what would open up for you if you chose to relax and trust your abilities and the process? What would that look like in your life? What would it feel like in your body? How would people respond to you in this new place? And explore how that can help you to be more impactful and influential in all of your leadership roles. So try this out. Let me know what you find. I'd love to hear from you. You can connect with me on Instagram at Elevated Leadership or on my website, elevatedleadershipgrowth.com. And I want to hear about the topics that you want covered on this podcast, because I can make the longest list in the world. And then I find that the best topics come from you all. Before we wrap up, a heartfelt thank you to the incredible team behind Elevated Leadership. Our producer, Mike Perlman, whose magic makes each episode possible. Our creative partner, Allison Schenk. And of course, special thanks to Swan Studios for providing the beautiful space where these conversations come to life. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and keep leading with purpose. 